We've heard from the players and the coaches. And now it's time to hear from you. This is Jazz Playoff Overtime with Austin Horton and Johnny Lightfoot on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. I love it. That is a playoff game, man. That is how it's done. That is NBA playoffs. Exciting from the second half. That first round suddenly looks and feels just like a preseason. Oh, man. It was so good. Like milk toast. We were all sitting around in the the lounge area here at the station just screaming at the TV. Austin's kind of lost his voice. Not really. No? Well, maybe. Maybe a little bit. I'm pushing. No, it was awesome. There was a bunch of us watching, and we that. were having a blast. I'm going to give Lloyd a run for his cowboy beerish voice. That's what I'm going for. And, here. of course, Stone Cold Lundy in there. We talked about Lundy tonight. Yeah. I nominated Lundy for Station Sniper. Yep. Uh, because uh, he's never he's never rattled. He's always constant, just one level. Nope, there was there was no screaming not, coming not out of there. Not in a monotone, boring way. No, no, he was just, in a, it was just like... In a, in a, you know what you're getting from Lundy. Yep, sniper. He's cool. He's, he's sniper. calm. He's never nervous. Oh, I, and, don't know, I don't know about that. <laughs> Unless he's on a first date. And then, oh, oh yeah. All righty then. <laughs> and, but you know who else is apparently never nervous and is always steady? Who's that? Number 40 freaking five for the wow. Utah Jazz. What a bona fide star in the NBA. All right. Well, we'll get into it. He's Johnny. I'm Austin. Alex Lundberg. It is Jazz playoff overtime. Round two, game one, Jazz. Clippers, call us 855-340-ZONE. 855-340-ZONE. That's 9663-855-340-ZONE. We are here until you stop calling. And if that butts up against 6 a.m. DJ and PK, then we're here until 6 a.m. We're here. That's how it is. All night long. All night long. All night. Well, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll uh, while you call in, we'll stop singing. All night. We're getting a little midnight drunkish. Uh, we're not not that we're getting no, drunk. No, I, I am just stoked. Stoked? Stoked. Well, we'll uh, hear how stoked David Locke was as you call in. Here's how this game went down. The Jazz came into game one on Tuesday night, having enjoyed their longest rest period of the season, well, since the eight-day layoff between the regular season finale and game one against Memphis. Some wondered if six days would be enough for Mike Conley's hamstring to be ready to go. Alas, he was scratched from the lineup earlier Tuesday morning. That meant Joe Ingles would slide into the starting lineup for the 32nd time this year. The rest of the starting lineup didn't take long to get back on track inside Vivint Arena. The number one team in the league in differential versus the number two team. Can't get much better and we're underway. Jazz have the opening tip. Joe Ingles comes around the picks. They're not switching initially. Donovan's open on the right wing. He swings it up top to Ingles who fires the three and hits. Assist Donovan Mitchell. 18,106 go nuts on the first play and now settle into their seats. Joe Ingles conducting traffic. He's got Morris on the, handed off to Bogdanovich. They'll do the switch. Bogdanovich driving, cross-court pass to O'Neal. Drives the left baseline, kicks back to Bogey, rotates to Donovan, catch and shoot three. Swirls around, 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 and down. 6-3. Spacing, spacing, spacing. Donovan, top, he's guarded by Morris. 
One on one, four on the clock. Rise and fire, pull up threes, backpedaling, and it's going down. He knew it when he released it. 10-2 start for the Jazz. The Jazz were rolling early. And then the Clippers got woke and remembered both how to shoot and how to defend. Beverly driving, cut off by Bogdanovich, in low to Zubak. He dribbles out, hands to Kennard. Kennard reappeared in the great move by Ty Lu late in the series. Over to Beverly. Jazz hedged the pick and roll. Beverly drives into the lane, kicks out. Kennard, catch and shoot three is good. Number one spot up shooting team in the league. That's going to determine this series. Who gets the catch and shoot threes? George Niang checks in. Let's see if we get the minivan to hit the spark. Right wing, driving. Niang into the lane, puts up a left hander. It's blocked. Rebounds loose, favors has it. Seven on the shot clock. Royce O'Neal, right angle three, missed it. I can't keep track anymore. We have 14 straight misses. 17-12, Jazz down. After Luke Kennard, it's another three. Donovan in the lane, cut off. Kicks out to Niang. He'll take a right side three and airball it. 15 to two run by the Clippers. The Jazz have been, the only thing I want is how many shots the Jazz missed in a row. I can't keep track. It's 14, I think. 25-18 Clippers. Jazz missed 19 straight shots in the quarter. And somehow still have a pulse. It was a nasty 23-8 close to the first quarter for the Clippers. And as you heard Locke say there, the Jazz had gone ice cold from really anywhere on the floor. Los Angeles wasn't about to let off the gas either, remaining steady to finish the first half. Paul George driving into Gobert, double clutches, passes out. Gets it back on the wing, guarded by Gobert. Seven on the shot clock, shoots the three and hits. First field goal for Paul George, Clippers by 10. Paul George lobs to Zubak, who dunks with his left hand. Ingles, left hand drive, gives to Gobert, cut off by Morris, Sli- or Cousins. Slides by him and Demarcus Cousins with a steal. Push ahead to Kennard. Cousins running the lane. Cousins lays it up in a foul. Demarcus Cousins. Eight seconds left in the quarter. They'll go to Morris in the post right side on Bogdanovich. Chest it back out to Batum for a three over Gobert hits. And the Jazz, despite all that work and seemingly making inroads, will be down 13 at the half. At the break, it was the Clippers 60 and Utah 47. And honestly, it didn't feel that close. But the good thing is the media mouths and spectators don't get to sub into the game. And the Jazz staff and roster obviously used the halftime to shake some of the negative results loose as they hit the floor in the third. O'Neal, the Jazz second leading rebounder in the regular season, grabs it, brings it to the front court, hands to Donovan. Beautiful crossover, stop, pop, three, swish. Reggie Jackson got shook. Donovan stepped over to his left, fires the three and hits. Donovan Mitchell bobbing his head as he goes back the other way, has brought the Jazz to it in seven with a flurry. Donovan through the lane, rises, goes up, lays it up and in. Donovan Mitchell, oh yes sir, you're marvelous. Five point game, Donovan on fire. 10 straight points, 21 for the game. Crowd on their feet. 9.43 left. Here we go. The Jazz were taking it to the Clips, but were nowhere near satisfied. 66-61. Clarkson, top to O'Neal, rotates to Don. Deep three from Ogden. Two-point game. Bogdanovich crosses over, spins to his right hand, stops from mid-range jumper, misses. Favors offensive rebound out to Bogey. Tight close by Morris. Bogdanovich swings through, can't get anywhere. Kick out to Clarkson for three, and the Jazz are within one. Clarkson's hit four straight shots. Rondo left side. Free throw line 
Pass down low to a cutting Zubak. He's suffocated by Favors. Gets it back. Dunks it. It will not count. We have a jump ball instead. But if you could hear that whistle, you have the greatest hearing of anyone in the world. Donovan comes out with a 50-50 ball. Accelerated to the front court. Gives to O'Neal. Lays it up and in. Utah leads. Two run. Place insane. Rondo out to Batum. Back to Rondo who's reluctant to shoot. Palming with his right hand. Jabbing at Clarkson. Driving the lane. Swatted by Favors. Out of bounds. 1.4 seconds left in the quarter. Derek Favors is fabulous. In all, it was a 32-19 Jazz beatdown of the Clippers in the third quarter, which was as much as it took to bring the fourth quarter into play at a 79-79 dead heat. And that's when Donovan Mitchell proved, once again, he is a bona fide star in the NBA. Luke Kennard will pop out to him. Jazz are fine with that. Step back three on the left side. Ow! Oh, my goodness gracious, Donovan. 88-85. 88-85. Jazz by three. 9.40 to play. Kawhi Leonard is guarding Donovan. He splits the double team. Gets through the lane. Underhand scoop and a score. He got all the way down State Street. Donovan on the near side. Calmly to the front court with 41 points. Spins away from Leonard. Weaves into the lane. Scoops at the basket. He's fouled. Donovan Mitchell wiggling and waggling his way through the lane with a masterful dexterity and drawing the foul. Donovan comes off the pick. Luke Kennard is now guarding him. Kawhi Leonard brings the double. Donovan goes away from it. Drives with the right hand to the racket. Scored it. Oh, Donovan Mitchell, you are marvelous. Bojan Bogdanovic had his fun as well. The rebound or the dribble back and gives to Bogdanovic. He'll shoot over Kennard for three. Oh, that was filthy. That was just silly. Right in his grill. and Bogey combined to score the final 12 points for the Jazz. Well, Mitchell did have 10 of those by himself. However, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard came back time and again, making sure the Jazz would have to work extra hard late in this one. 112-106. George is inbounding. They go straight to Leonard. Fakes the handoff, turns the corner, drives to the basket, gets caught underneath. Lobs the corner for Kennard for a three. It's no good. Rebounds tipped out. Paul George bypasses the three now, takes it and hits. 37 seconds left, three-point game. Clippers are guaranteed another possession. And then with that three-point lead and 18 seconds to play, Donovan Mitchell overthrew a cross-court pass against a double team to the Clippers bench. But never fear, the third time, eventually, Defensive Player of the Year came to the rescue. Rondo to the front court, gives to Leonard. Hands it off to Paul George. Back to Leonard, guarded by Ingles. Flings to the corner to Morris. Three seconds, two seconds, blocked by Gobert. One second, he fires a two. The Jazz are going to win. The defensive player of the year, Rudy Gobert, blocks the shot in the corner. And the Utah Jazz have taken a one-game-to-nothing lead over the L.A. Clippers. We, we, monsieur. C'est bon. Wow. C'est très magnifique. <laughs> That's, That's about all, all my Francais that I know right there. You know, we. 
Oui, oui. Oui, oui. Zoot alors! Zoot alors! Tout plus comme un vieux chaussette! How about that last block, huh? I just said you smell like a dirty sock. <laughs> <laughs> how about, oh my gosh. How about Rudy's final block? Uh, it had to be that way. It did, right? Because th this was a tale of two halves. Oh, you stole my line. <laughs> <laughs> this was uh, the best of times. It was the worst of times. Yes. It well, was then the best of times and then the worst of times. The game started great. It yeah. quickly went to bad. Third quarter, really, really great. Fourth quarter, good. Then in that moment when Donovan threw that pass away, bad. And then Rudy said, don't you worry. I, don't you worry your pretty little heads. I got this thing. Well, you and I were losing our minds going, why aren't they fouling? We were all yelling. Why aren't they fouling? Foul, 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 foul. Up three. A foul to give, I believe. If not, Even if not, you'd foul in that situation shots, so they yeah. don't shoot three. And Clippers fans were yelling, timeout, timeout, timeout. Yes, they were. And uh, it goes to show that uh, Quinn Snyder – Ended up being right. Ty Lue ended up possibly being wrong. And don't ever listen to me. I'm just, a, like I said in the recap, a, a media mouth. Well, so. I, I got to tell you, after the win, the crowd filing out of the arena was just chanting and screaming. And they were literally just so excited. They were chanting all the way out to the plaza. It was fun. It was really cool. Uh, and before we jump out to the phone lines, it I, I got a little bit... Uh, not emotional in a in a sappy way, but just uh, feeling really, really good being in this building tonight. Yeah, hearing eighteen thousand wow. people uh, with joy. It was awesome. It's been it's been a hard, hard freaking year plus for everybody. Oh, you bet. And just hearing the the normalcy. Of a jazz playoff home crowd that was that the, was needed tonight. The full arena chanting defense and overrated. Overrated <laughs> was pretty fun. Yeah, it was pretty good. All right, eight five five three four zero zone. He's Johnny. I'm Austin. Alex Lundberg with us as always. It is jazz playoff overtime. We're here to talk, but we're mostly here for you to talk. Eight five five three four zero zone. I can't think of anyone better to start out the show with tonight. Then our good buddy Blair, ah. Blair Hodges, hey Blair. the one and only, the myth, the legend, the man. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Nah. Thanks for calling in, pal. It's been a while. Hey, it's good to be back with you guys. That was amazing. Uh, so what are your thoughts, my friend, as the Jazz get game one? At times it looked like it may not go that way, but they took care of business. No, I mean, I was not having a good time in the after you know, after our first initial burst, I I really started to get nervous there. Uh, you know, we we didn't look good missing twenty shots in a row or however many it was. No, it was it was very um, but, frustrating, wasn't it, Blair? Just all those missed shots after missed shot. I mean, I can miss twenty shots. I, was, I can do that. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, I mean, I could definitely do that. But no, I mean, the way that they brought it back, uh, and it felt like it's so different being in the arena versus watching on TV because I remember just looking up at some point and Donovan had like 42 or something. And I was, I hadn't been, you know, I hadn't been watching the stats. I'd just been watching the game and I was like, holy cow. And then he just kept going after that. Yeah. Ended with 45. Yeah. Man, that, that, that's one of my, that was one of the best games that I've ever been to. Like the energy in that building uh, I've I rarely felt it that way. I, I think having everybody back for this game, I really think made a difference. Uh, 
for the team. I do. I do as well. Yeah, the the crowd, uh, the crowd is not everything, but it's definitely something, especially in this town, especially in yeah, this in this right. uh, area of the NBA for sure. And but, before I go, I also want to tell you all. Um, uh, thanks for putting the show together. And I just want to say that montage that you all do with all the game tape is just incredibly well done. I love listening to that thing. Oh, thank you, Blair. Appreciate that, buddy. Yeah. Hey, uh, make sure you catch Blair uh, on Twitter. Give us the nine Twitter accounts you run, Blair. <laughs> oh, did we lose Twitter Blair? Called, there you are. Um, there you are. Go, go oh, again. We lost Twitter, you for a second. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I, uh, I tweet from anti-racist jazz, at anti-racist jazz. So all the jazz fans against racism uh, that follow that account. Awesome. I saw you were uh, giving out uh, stickers for a donation today. How'd that go? It went really well. Good. A lot of people came and um, bought the sticker, and all the proceeds go to the Utah Black History Museum. So, yeah, it's awesome. So if you see Blair around, if you see anti-racist jazz, uh, make sure you support it because it's a, it's a really important. And you know what? Before we let you go, Blair, last year in the bubble, Mike yeah. Conley uh, chose to put on his jersey, I am a man. And I did yeah. not know the story behind that. And you put together a little YouTube yeah. tutorial about the Memphis garbage strike. And, uh, yep. and that, that's, that was that's educational. That's why Dr. King was down there. Yep, that's why Dr. King was in Memphis when he was killed. He went down for that strike. So, Unbelievable. Yeah. Hmm. So he, Blair's doing important work. Very. And uh, we're proud to have you as part of a playoff overtime. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, man. Yeah, we'll talk to you guys later. That's Blair Hodges. That's very cool. He's really definitely really support good guy. Blair and his cause right there. And he does a, a bunch of different uh, podcasts. Uh, he's he's a very very good person and a great jazz fan. So listen to him and get his stickers. Absolutely. Eight five five three four zero zone from Blair, a really good guy, to a guy with a good good name, Austin, on Jazz Playoff Overtime. Hi, Austin. Hey, Austin. Hey, how's it going, fellas? Good. Except awesome. you're not allowed to have a better voice than me. That's not fair. Hey, Austin, how's it going, fellas? You, my voice is gone. <laughs> I, I, I want to give, I want to give an extreme thank you to you know being able to go to my first playoff game due to you know DJ and PK and twelve eighty the zone in the morning. Um, I was, I was the winner of those tickets in the morning along with Emily. I met her and her husband there that that morning. You know, they won those other tickets that morning and, you know, had had a phenomenal time. And I just I just oh, wanted cool. to express my gratitude to, you know, DJ, PK, The Zone, Jake Hatch, you know, all the all well, the morning may, guys. Maybe and, not Jake Hatch. And, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and you know, and, you know, I'm going to try to be brief here, but, you know, Donovan Mitchell is a once in a generational talent, you know, and and Rudy, Rudy Gobert said, bon nuit. Clippers, good night, Clippers, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and and you know, otherworldly defensively. You know, he he has the ability to get up there with, you know, the greatest defensive players ever in the history of the game. He, he has the potential to win a fourth defensive player of the year. I feel very confident in that. Going with Dikembe Mutombo and you know Benoit, like the the two pillars of our franchise really showed up and, and it was, it was phenomenal. So thank you guys so much. Thanks Austin. Right thank and you. I'm glad you got to go. Uh, always fun. Uh, Gage Larson and his son, Nicholas, uh, who won on the big show on Friday, mm -hmm. they came up to the studios and had a good time uh, during the third quarter as well. And, Always fun to see good uh, listeners that always support our shows win those tickets. It's Absolutely, fun. and be sure to listen to all three shows because they are giving tickets away to playoffs. 
Yeah, and uh, I what Austin said I did want to touch on because I saw uh, a tweet from oh now I space who it is and it was they were absolutely right. It was a tweet yesterday about Kevin Durant, and it said make sure you take a moment and appreciate what you're seeing from Kevin Durant right now, and don't let it pass you by because he's doing things that rarely are done in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Well, the same thing is should be said for Donovan Mitchell. There are so many people in the league, I don't think here in Utah uh, and jazz fans, but everyone else in the NBA that is still holding on to that, well, he has to prove it more, or he's right. not quite there, or he's still young, or maybe someday. No, Donovan Mitchell's arrived. Right. And, and what- in fact, he arrived long ago, and now sure. he's pulled away, and you're, you're going to get left behind if you don't get on and, and enjoy what you're seeing. So what do you think it's going to take? for Donovan to get that same respect level. Granted, we all have it for him, and he what he does nightly shows it, but what's it going to take for the rest of the NBA to accept that? I don't know. Uh, anything short of a championship, I don't know. That's what I think. Because I he think plays for a small market team. Small market, I think we have to win a championship, and but there it is. He just went 16 of 30, 45 points I know. on 30 uh, shots. In 37 minutes. Unbelievable. He scored 40 point, 45 points in only 37 minutes. That's, come on. Come Unbelievable. on. That's, that's, that's so cool. He is a superstar, and it's time for the rest of the NBA to acknowledge it. Yep, tonight will help uh, in, that, uh, in that effort. 855-340-ZONE. Jazz playoff overtime. Uh, we've had Blair. We've had Austin. It would not be a jazz playoff overtime without oh, no. Robin. Ah, buddy Robin. Hey, Robin. Yo, what's happening? Guys? Glad to have you back, man. What'd you think? Austin, Johnny, Alex, thanks for working. Blair, that, that's very cool what he does, man. I, I, I appreciate hearing that. Yep. Yeah, for what, sure. What did I think? I think that might have been the best half of basketball we've played all season, the second half. And as far as Donovan goes, he's getting calls, too. I'm, I'm pretty sure you noticed that. When my man drives, he even got continuation. Um, Mm -hmm. But a five-game winning streak in the playoffs is probably equivalent to a 10-game winning streak in the regular season. Hmm. So we're just, I don't know, man. They're making me nervous. They're, they're making me nervous because I'm starting whiplash. to believe it. You know, this, this might happen. Whiplash! <laughs> you just gave Johnny a whiplash because you were all excited and all enthusiastic. And, and then, then the same breath. Well, <laughs> what are you, me? <laughs> I went monster on you. Yeah, you hey, did. I do have a request. You, you guys, let's hear a little more Lionel Richie between the two of you. That was oh, awesome. Oh, you guys keep long. up the good work, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. You guys be safe, man. Thanks, safe. Robin. You too. Dance in on the ceiling. Come on, Austin. Sing it with me. Your once, oh. twice, wow, three times a lady. That's pretty good. And I love you. Oh, I heard a little yodel in there. <laughs> no, that was just my voice breaking because it's twelve one oh one in the morning. That was very Dwight Yoko. <laughs> 855-340-ZONE. Robin just, by the way, uh, very much imper- uh, embodied a jazz fan. Yes, he did. Where they are. Uh, it's so high and so fast and so excited and then but in the same in the same breath I'm excited but I'm a little nervous yeah yeah and you yeah. know I, hey I, I, get I, it. I get it too but not tonight nope no not no no don't need me nervous tonight eight five five three four zero zone keeping streaks alive Jordan nice. is back on the show Jordan what's up hey how you guys doing 
We are good. awesome, man. I'm coughing because I did too much Lionel Richie uh, a second ago. So <laughs> now, well, before we go for because I've been too much cheering. Nice. Before we go further, <laughs> Jordan's last name will leave off the air for this series. Okay. Because are you or aren't you related to a Clippers player? I am not, but mm. we do have a similar last name. <laughs> okay. But the thing is, thing is, I know I'm not related because he pronounces it different than me. So oh, how do you? Okay, okay, okay. Because okay. my mother's maiden name is spelled differently than that Clippers player, but it's pronounced the same as that Clippers player. It's pretty weird. Mm. But you're spelled yeah. the same as the Clippers player and pronounced it different. So his, the guy you're referring to is Luke Kennard. Oh. And my my last name is pronounced Kennard, ah. even though it's spelled the same. So I yeah, see. I've been dealing that my whole life. I bet. Call me Kennard, and I'm like, no, it's Kennard. It's and Kennard. Yeah. yeah. Well, what do you think of uh, Game One there, Jordan? Oh my gosh, I had my heart stop a few times. It was such a good. If it wasn't my team playing, it would have been one of the greatest games to just watch as a fan, like a fan of basketball. But Man, I was so nervous throughout the whole game, having highs, having lows, and I'm just so happy that we got the win. Um, it was one of the most amazing uh, games, and also my first playoff game. Oh, cool. Oh, nice. You, you were here at the game? Yes. Very cool. And what was your what was your impression of uh, No, no, it's not surprising at all. Just what's your impression of a full Jazz Arena at 18,000 plus yeah. being in the midst of them? What was your feeling at your first Jazz playoff game? So that's what I want to kind of bring up is cuz I have two thoughts and one of them is exactly the fan. Uh in the first half there was a little bit of a depression almost when we went on that non uh that missing streak, I guess you could call it, where yeah. we were missing so many in a row. That poop fest in I the was, first quarter. I was mm-hmm. just exactly at halftime. I was just so so drained from seeing so many. But at the same time, we all had a little bit of hope around me that hey, we're only down. I've what by what was it thirteen when we were doing so poorly on shooting, and I I literally felt everyone around me in the third quarter try to cheer as much as we could to get this team back going and once they started going on that run and got the lead oh my gosh nothing beat this crowd this fans it was so amazing to be a part of it it's fun i'm glad you got to be here because uh, like i was saying at the start and johnny agreed that here in the eighteen thousand three hundred in this building that did that did a lot of yeah uh, a lot of good for my troubled soul over the last year and i'm glad you got to experience that jordan and also i think if we had mike conley in the game, we would not have gone on that uh, sh- missing streak. Um, so take that for note. When my colleague comes back, it's going to be hard for these Clippers to find a way to stop us. Also, I know you have a lot of people calling. I just want to give a shout-out to my lovely wife. <laughs> she came with the, to the game with me. Even though she was having some stomach cramps in the middle of the game, she wanted to stay. She wanted me to have that experience. And even feeling some pain in her stomach, she was cheering just as loud as everyone else at the end of the game. She is an amazing person. Didn't even grow up liking basketball. She's become a Jazz fan. I love her so much. She supports me so much in my my love of sports. And, yeah, Daniela, shout out to you. Daniela, a hand very for cool. Daniela. Right on. A, a, a very, very good wife. Thank you, Jordan. And thanks, Danielle. We'll talk to you soon. 855-340-ZONE. 855-340-ZONE. A celebrity has joined Jazz Playoff Overtime. Another one?
Yes, another. A fourth celebrity. Wow. One Mr. Jeff Miller is on the line. Oh. Jeff, the, the, the host of uh, Utah Carson's every Saturday from 10 yes. to noon. And the new proud owner of a new vehicle that he acquired oh, that is true. via phone call on Utah Carson's. Hi, Jeff. Thanks for uh, staying up late with us, buddy. Hey, Jeff. What's going on? Also, I don't know how you could possibly go and be going to bed right now. No, you're no right. No way. No way. <laughs> I, 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 came straight, I came straight home from the game and immediately sat down on my couch and turned the game on again yeah. to watch it again because there's no way I was going to bed. So you were here at the game? I was here at the game, and, man, it, it was good to see that energy in that stadium again. And I've been to, I went to probably 15, 20 home games this, this season, and it was really, really good to see the energy in that building again. So, Jeff, let me ask you, when you restarted the game, did you just skip the first half and start right <laughs> at the third quarter? Well, I watched the first three possessions because they were good. Yes. <laughs> Fast-forwarded to halftime, uh-huh. and now I'm – I'm paused at halftime, so I'm going to watch the second half before I go to bed. Well, t- tell me about the third quarter because we were sitting here in the lounge. Uh, Jake and Tim were doing the halftime show. We were we had all watched the first half together, and it was it was like, oh my gosh, this is why the Clippers tanked to get the Utah Jazz. Right. This is why they and it was like, okay, well the Jazz are the best third quarter team in the NBA. It's going to take that and then some, and it did. But they were still tied going to the fourth, Jeff. How did it feel in the bowl inside there? Was there this feeling of, okay, that third quarter was great, but, or was it just uh, off to the races for the Jazz? It, it was fun. I mean, it's been a long time since you've got those third quarter crowds where you've got standing ovations and standing crowds during entire timeouts. And I felt, I mean, there was a lot of confidence in that crowd. I mean, Donovan Mitchell came out in that third quarter and just said, I'm taking over this ball game. What do you have, 19 the third? Yeah. 20 in the third? Uh, yes, yeah, I think 20, yeah. Yeah, 32 in the second half. I mean, he was insane. And he just came out and said, I'm not losing this basketball game. And they did it. And that block by Gobert at the end is one yeah, of the most right. athletic plays you will ever see by a seven-footer in your entire life. And that that is – maybe that should be uh, in every free agent pitch video the Jazz send out to, uh, to potential players – because that you erased play with this guy. Well, well, look, yeah. Because Donovan Mitchell had forty-five points. That turnover nearly cost the Jazz uh, the, the yeah. regular regulation, and Gobert just erased it like it had never it never happened. That's why you want to play with the, uh, Rudy Gobert on the Utah Jazz. Oh my gosh, right. And it's the only thing fitting for that block to win that game would be a Defensive Player of the Year trophy tomorrow. Right. It's about time, by the way. Is there any awards Yo. left to announce? They're taking I their sweet time. I would be, I'd be very surprised if you don't see that announced tomorrow. Yeah, Jokic won the MVP today. Oh, he was down today. Yeah, okay. So it's got to be tomorrow. Has that to would be. be that's got to be the highlight. I agree. Got to be. In gotta fact, be. change the trophy uh, to that. <laughs> to, to, to Gobert? Yes. Picture. The, Blocking Paul photo. George. Have you seen the photo? The, the, they've got the photo there, the exact moment of that block. Blocking Morris at the end. Or oh, Morris, that yeah. 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 It's it's Incredible. great work. Yep, for sure. Well, Jeff, uh, yeah, we'll let you go, but you're not going to go to bed. Uh, so we'll no, let no, you go no, finish no, the game. I'm going to continue to watch the second half. <laughs> He's got another hour uh, plus. I'll be off. I'll listen, I'll listen to you guys on the side. You guys do a great job with the overtime show. You guys put in the work. I appreciate it. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you so much. Uh, and, by the way, Jeff of Mark Miller Subaru, the best sponsor of jazz broadcast. Amazing they, they gentleman, too. all over the TV broadcast, the yeah. radio broadcast. They've got the show on Saturdays from 10 to noon. Uh, and really, honestly, a, a terrific place to start, and you will then finish, I promise, 
your car buying experience at Mark Miller Subaru. And just on top of that, he's also just a stellar human outside of the Subaru experience, too. Uh, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, Austin, we we saw a stat that just came up talking about Donovan Mitchell's 45 points. Yeah. And I believe that stat said he was the most 45 points in playoff. Uh, no, well, what it said was among notable players. Among notable players, which the second was Kareem. Yeah, and uh, the most point, most uh, forty-plus point playoff games. Right. Donovan Mitchell has three. No one else has more than two. Shaq was on that list. It's <laughs> pretty, pretty insane. Uh, so pretty, pretty great for uh, Donovan Mitchell. But then they also on the stat n- noted scoring titles. Yeah. Everyone else on the list had multiple scoring titles in Donovan. Has zero. zero. But do you know how much I think that matters to Donovan Mitchell? About as many as he has. I think the only thing right now that matters to Donovan Mitchell is getting to the NBA Finals and winning them. Yep. And that's – look, that's legitimately a good uh, shot right now for the Utah Jazz. It's more than a good shot. 855-340-ZONE. The calls are coming in fast and furiously. Check out Fast and Furious 9 at Megaplex Theaters here in the next few weeks. Nice. See how I've worked I, that I, in. I like you. Movies on Friday this week. That's right. Catch us then. Jake is on the Jazz Playoff Overtime Show. Jake, welcome in. Thanks for calling. My guys, how are you? We're great. Hey, Jake. How are you? You should be good. Oh, my gosh. I am on top of the world. Johnny, I told you I'd call in tonight. I promised. Yes, Let's you did. This is my friend, Jake. <laughs> he has a, uh, a so, his family owns a great so, medical supply company where I get personally some of my products, my diabetes. Why did, why did you put quotations over medical products? That was, uh, <laughs> I'm well, just because we carry many, many, many products. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Jake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Legal in some states, yes. No, I'm just kidding. So, so gentlemen, of. I am on top of the world right now. And the first few callers, I'm like, there's no way they were at the game because I'm, like, freaking out still. <laughs> I'm at home, and I'm just flying out of my pants. Wow. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I tell you what. So, But I can tell you this. The J-Note is where we're at tonight. With Jordan, Jeff, and Jake, I could finally see that they were excited, too, because this is my first playoff game, and I had so much fun. I was not sure what was going on in the first half, and I told everyone around us, I'm like, yeah. the second half teams, things are going to come around. And did Donovan not have the most quiet 45-point game? At least to me. Like, I looked up at the end. I'm like, he's at 42? Yeah. I was confused. Right. So, but, uh, no, just an amazing night. I might have to bother you guys and try to get the uh, championship for most calls in. I think I'm <laughs> way behind. This is my second night. So That's all right. Keep it coming. That. Yeah, Jordan. That, that one lady and the dude. Yeah, jo- Jordan. Jordan, uh, Jordan has called. There's been six Jazz playoff games, and Jordan's called, I Everyone. believe, seven times. Right, he called twice so, in one show. <laughs> so you're behind. Yeah, but you can get I'd there. I really have to. I'd really have to ask you guys. <laughs> but I, I'm just on top of the world right now. I'm super stoked. I could talk about all this. But uh, I, you know, Jordan said that he's got a wonderful wife named uh, Danielle, and and I actually just got engaged to a Danielle. So well, well, well. went again. Is it the same one? So, Oh, have, well, have, we, have we seen those Danielles in the same place at the same time? I haven't. I haven't Actually, either. I don't think we have, to yeah. be true. That's, that's, so, Austin, I, I begged of you last time to, to speak about what Gordon's going to complain about. Uh-huh. I've got it here again. 
Uh, Wait okay. So so let's see. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know you know Jake the the Jazz they did what they they did what a lot of people thought they couldn't do. They took it to an L.A. team, an L, a big market team. Jake, I, I used to live in L.A., and I worked at the L.A. Times, and John Wooden, John Wooden told me, you can't beat L.A. Uh, people can't beat L.A., beat L.A., but they've never been to L.A. Uh, but, you know, even though he had 45 points, he nearly threw the game away there to Donovan Mitchell. But, you know, I wrote a column about that at sltrib.com. You can check it out. That is so, so. brilliant. <laughs> Especially the sltrib.com. <laughs> well, and I've got to be honest with you. I was the guy that they said sounded like uh, Gordon mixed with, uh, oh, I can't think of his name right now. I'm just too f- <laughs> Whoa. All right, Jake. <laughs> you're done. Wow. <laughs> Thanks for calling in, though. Uh, well, <laughs> you're, you're too excited now. Well, you got excited out of your pants. And now you got so excited you're off the air. So wow. that's just gonna happen. Make sure we cut that from the podcast. Later. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> but right. you know he's right. It was he, he he's excited. And that I was think uh, Elder Jake there. Yes. He is excited, and the majority of jazz fans are feeling exactly what he just said. Eight five five, and maybe the Clippers are too, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, they're taking the yeah sure. Eight five five three four zero zone, Devin. Kindergarten vocabulary here, please, Devin. Welcome to Jazz Playoff <laughs> Overtime. Yeah, explain it like I'm five, fellas. What happened tonight? Sorry, say the again. Boys came through. Oh, explain explain, explain what like happened I'm tonight. Five. Yeah, explain it like I'm five. Oh, no, what I, happened tonight? Yeah. Well, all right. The Jazz won. <laughs> this is Michael Scott. Uh, okay, now explain it to me like I'm five. Yeah. All right. The Jazz won 112 to 109. <laughs> they put more Woo! balls in the basket. <laughs> Ooh boy! Right Ooh boy. there, you go. Five. I, I wanted to talk about Donnie. All right, yeah, tell us. I yeah. wanted to talk about Donnie, but man, everybody's done such a good job talking about Donnie tonight. Uh, the thing, one of the things that stuck out to me the most was Rudy. Like he goes beyond the stats again: ten points, eleven rebounds, two blocks. That doesn't tell his story tonight. Uh, the other big thing, uh, which I haven't heard anybody saying, I'm surprised about our man Derek Favors came through in a big way tonight. He continues to impact ball games. Oh yeah. With beyond the stat sheet. Weren't those beyond blocks? The, stat sheet, they, the, the 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 Derek Favor blocks were awesome tonight. They got us all out of oh, our absolutely. seats. Absolutely. Favors Favors is being matched up right now with Zubok and Zubok's a good player. Like no disrespect to Zubok. But if the Clippers want to continue doing that all all the series like Favors is going to eat. He's going to eat. He's going to lead the Jazz to a feast. He's going to eat all game. the eggs and bacon, isn't he? Yes. All the eggs and you need, you all the bacon. <laughs> he's going to eat. All, he's going to eat it all, fellas. Thank uh, you, Devin. Thanks, Devin. Thanks, Thanks for Devin. calling in. Uh, great call. And uh, I, I don't know if did. I, I hope Devin caught the the office reference earlier. I, I don't know if he did. I Maybe think he, I didn't. I think he was enough, just so excited that he it just went in one ear and out the but other. But we had an office reference. We had a Parks and Recreation reference. Yes. It's been a, a good a good call. A David Locke reference. Yeah, we had it all on that one. Yeah, <laughs> that's the all the eggs and bacon is from <laughs> Parks and Rec. Uh, and anyway, it's a long story. Eight five five three four zero zone. We have full phone lines. So I let's love keep it. Keep rolling. Let's go. 
Aaron is a. back Aaron. on the big show. It's not the big show. Whoa. Well, it's the biggest show right now. I'll tell you that right now, Aaron. I done messed up. Hey. What's up? Hey, you, you done messed up last time. You disconnected me. Oh, no. Oh, no. What's going on? <laughs> no, we're witnessing greatness, right? Yes, we are. Absolutely. Yeah, and and the Jazz are doing great, too. Yeah. Oh, you didn't mean this oh. show. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Oh, man. But, but uh, that, it's so great to be a part of this, man. It, and I wasn't. I really wasn't nervous at all. Really? Not even you in know, the first half? Not even when they went on the, first, uh, was it, 20-something missed shots in a row? You know, down by 10, you know, like that's, you know, you get down by 15, 20, then you get worried down by 10. I, and then once that third quarter and it was 72 to 71, I mean, it's that momentum shift that you feel. You know, I, I wasn't at the game tonight. I got tickets to game two, but you could just feel that momentum shift. Absolutely. You know, it's funny. We were, uh, I just totally lost my train of thought because I was watching the TV. <laughs> <laughs> but we were we were we were a little nervous oh, though. I got I got it back. What I was going to say is yes, you mentioned 10 points down and at one point it was only 10 points, but it sure felt like a lot more. Yeah, even they were down it, 6 at one point and I went, this feels like it's 15. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that's how I am like, you know, Ma- Mavericks, Clippers, whoever's next, bring them on. I'm not worried. You know, I it, we're witnessing greatness like I Ten points down, I knew we we were going to be all right. I just knew it. Well, we definitely ended up all right on this one. We need the faith of Aaron. Uh, Yes. The the rest of uh, us. Another thing about Coach of the Year real quick, you know, with Salone 20 years straight, never got it. Uh, It's always the coach who gets the team from 12th into the, you know, and it's the same with Quinn this year, and it's all good. But, you know, like, they don't recognize consistency. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I as a, I, you know, as a fan of a team like the Angels, who have Mike Trout and now Shohei Otani, but the team sucks, those guys are perpetually in the running for MVP. Mm-hmm. And that's cool, mm-hmm. and that's fun as a fan, but it's kind of like, I'd rather the team win. So if while Donna or, or excuse me Quinn and certainly Jerry Sloan deserved and will deserve to win Coach of the Year, I don't know that it matters to them because they just nope. want to win, right? Exactly, and that's how I am too. Bring on anyone. I don't like same with Don. Like the individual accolades don't matter. We're here for a bigger goal, and we're witnessing greatness right now. And I try and explain it to people, and you got to enjoy it while it's here that's right thanks aaron call us back uh, next game thanks buddy he he brings up an interesting point about uh the coach of the year as much as i think quinn does deserve it and much as uh, jerry sloan definitely deserved it i think the difference there was we were expected to be in the playoffs every year with with sloan it was just expected so when and, and i think with quinn it's that same way we're expected to be in that top four so when you have someone like uh, New York and Phoenix that were not even supposed to be in there, or New York, was it 20 years before they got back in the playoffs? Wow, was it that long? It was, wow. it was close. And then they do. I mean, I think that's what put it over the edge for him, for, for Thibodeau. So the previous coaches were so terrible that Tom Thibodeau got it by default? I think just the jump, <laughs> just, you know, from being out of the playoffs for so many years yeah. and then all of a sudden, boom. You know, what, they, what were they for? Four seed? Uh, Three seed, four seed? Seven. Were they that low? Yeah, well, they played the Hawks. 
So, yeah, I think they were Hawks seven. Were two, three. We have to double no, check. No, they were six. I don't pay that close attention to the Eastern Conference. I don't either, obviously. but I believe I, if they played the Hawks, I think they were six. Okay. So. Well, six, three then. Yeah. So the Knicks were the sixth seed. Uh, well, uh, the Jazz, uh, it's like I said, the, the, really the only seasonal award you should really care about right now as a Jazz fan is that Defensive Player of the Year award. Because oh, yeah. if anybody else for the next decade wins that award, it's a crime. Oh, without a doubt. Or, or Rudy Gobert has had something happen the only that thing, we won't mention because I'm superstitious. And I'm not being negative. The only thing I worry about is, is people getting tired of voting for Rudy for it. That's the only thing. That's the only thing I fear. He deserves it. He will deserve it every year. He's unbelievable, and what he does does not always show up in the box score. I mean, you saw it tonight. You saw Kawhi go in, and then he saw Rudy, and he backed right out. Yep, for sure. And that happens every game. Every game. Hey, uh, before we – we have banked phone lines, and we are going to get to you, but our guy Alex Lundberg is here every single night for every single game, stays through pregame, postgame, halftime, then does this show for us. We have to hear his thoughts – on the Jazz five-game playoff winning streak now awesome. as they get game one over the Clippers. Alex, you were in the booth behind glass. You could hear the crowd. You could hear us in the lounge. You could hear lock on and off air. What are your reactions to tonight's game? You know, the main part, because, I mean, everybody's talked about, okay, you know, the first half was terrible. There was that long stretch where they didn't make a shot. Um, you know, tale of two halves kind of. To me, it actually started to turn before halftime. Um, one of the things that I do, you know, I mark the highlights that we want to keep and things like that, write them down just so I can keep track of what play was what mm-hmm. in there. I actually circled one of them right after it happened. Uh, it was when Boyan stole that rebound and then took it to that corner three and made it. That play right there was the turning point. That was when everything started to shift in favor of the Jazz. They were down, uh, you know, right before that. Uh, they were down 12, and that brought them then within nine, and the Jazz continued to slowly close that gap, and they had the momentum. That was kind of, I think, to me at least, when I noticed the momentum shift in favor of the Jazz. Sure. Interesting. Uh, and especially, I think, to add on to that, that was the moment that the crowd felt like they could – fully get back into things because at the half the jazz were still down 13 at at the half break but it felt felt like a little better if batum hadn't hit that three right before the it would have felt really great for the utah jazz momentum but the 13 felt more like a seven because of how the jazz closed uh the half and i I told i told you before the second half started and you stole my line. <laughs> this is going to be a, t- uh, a game of two halves. Well, you stole that line and from you know what? Charles Dickens. Whatever. So. He doesn't know. What does he know? He's dead. Anyway, so I and everyone in the studio or in the, the lounge room just looked at me like, you're nuts. Even you. Well, that's just how or, I look at you. Or you were just ignoring me, one of the no, two. I'm not sure. That's just my default look when I'm looking in your direction. Yeah, well, you know. What a crazy person. Well, that's true. Who let him in here, and where's his handler? Uh, you did. Is his probation you officer let me, You nearby? let me in here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then last, well, I do have to ask you this as well, Alex, before we get to the phone lines. Mike Conley missed or not tonight? I, I think he was missed. Yeah. I, I do think that, as one of the callers said earlier, that the Jazz don't have 20 missed shots 
if Mike Conley's on the floor. I think that a lot of the struggles that the Jazz had, and especially that that streak of 20 missed shots, mm. a lot of those shots were missed because they were taking bad looks. And Mike Conley facilitates the offense in such a way that they get better looks. The, the looks are there more more often. It, they just have an easier time finding the better shots. Weren't a so, lot of those shots off, uh, they were a, a bounce threes, right? There, there were a lot of off-the-bounce threes. The, yeah. the ball movement stalled on a few of those possessions where there just there weren't a lot of passes involved. And guys were just kind of – I think they felt the defensive pressure uh, because they, they did get thrown off a little bit as the Clippers were switching one to five on defense. And so that kind of started it, and then the Jazz didn't help themselves out because they, they, let, they let that get – under their skin and they tried to kind of force things at sure. that point and that just furthered the problem and I do agree I think if if Conley was there I think the passes the assists would have definitely gone up he would have had more control over it for yeah, sure yeah the Jazz were nearly six assists under their season average right there you uh, go. and the the turnovers were low for the Jazz as were the live ball turnovers but this was a rare example where live ball turnovers weren't uh, the culprit. It was actually somehow the dead ball turnovers that the Jazz were committing because they were having people handle the ball that usually don't. So I do think Mike Conley was missed. Absolutely. But the Jazz are proving that they can get things done against the best of the league in the biggest moments in the league schedule without a key, key component. I don't know. I don't have any inside information as to Conley's availability for game two. Me neither. I would just say that, you know, the Jazz are cautious and will continue to be cautious about soft tissue injuries, and that's exactly what a hamstring is. Well, game two is Thursday night. Do you do you think we see Conley? I know you have no information. Do you think we see Conley? I don't, but that's Austin Horton. That's, are you thinking that's maybe no one telling me anything. Are you thinking game three? Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah. Uh but I'm uh, not sure either. But if Donovan Mitchell scores forty five points. In 37 minutes. And Derek Favors gives you what he gave you off the bench. And Bogey is continuing to do things quietly that he does and still hurt the other team. It's going to be a fun, fun series for uh, the Utah Jazz. All right, back to the phone lines. 855-340-ZONE. Hold tight, Chris, Jordan, and Bruce. Ed has been patient the longest. Ed, welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. Thanks for calling in. Hey, no, it was great. Hey, I was there, um, and I was working for the national broadcast in the building tonight. Um, now, I have headphones in, so I can't really hear the crowd, mm-hmm. but I could feel the crowd. The place was vibrating. You could yeah. feel it in the room. And that was different from round one, I think. In round one, I think the fans are sitting and they're waiting. Well, we've been here before, and we want something more. We want to move beyond this, and I think this is what they're, they're feeling that they can have that now. That's the first uh, one point I want to make. The other one is, um, the, uh, and, and Alex made a great point about that play that Boyan made at the end of the first half. That was a hustle play, and it wasn't just him. Jordan Clark and Clarkson had had, had some, and, and uh, Royce O'Neal had some in the third and fourth quarter where they were diving for balls and heading out of bounds and doing everything they could. And I think those plays and the way they pressured in the backcourt really changed the the tone of the game and I think they deserve as much credit as Donovan does in, in terms of this win. Interesting thoughts Ed. What do you do uh, what were you doing uh, on the broadcast? What's your job? Uh, uh well uh, I 
you you saw mostly the whole game, especially <laughs> what I was doing. <laughs> it was uh, uh, I was just at, like the, on the, one of the cameras there. Gotcha. So, ah, um, got great it. great work, so, buddy. But, great work. Really yeah, well done. Yeah, and it was it was a great and, and I tell you one thing: the, the storylines and the feeling that we had in the game was, you know, the the shot of um, uh, of uh, Donovan and D Wade getting some coaching from the sidelines and yeah. talking to him during some of the breaks and, you know, having Carl Malone there. It was just a great environment. It was, it was just a really great environment, and it was, a good, it was electric. It was nice. It's so great to be back in it. And as good as you guys are at your job, like you mentioned, the crowd mm. really, really makes it a lot easier and a lot more fun, doesn't it? Yeah, it was, it was, sure. it was excellent, and it was just a lot of fun. And uh, it was fun to work, work there, but it's, it was really more fun just to be there and feel that electricity and have that back after such a long, terrible season of <laughs> COVID and all these other things that are going on. So it's, yeah. it's nice to be back. Thank you, Ed. Absolutely. Appreciate it. You know, it was really cool to see Dwayne Wade getting really into it. I thought it was cool to see Gabrielle Union getting way Both of them just, just having fun, high-fiving everyone around. And, and then, of course, the, the embrace at the end with him and Donovan was just unbelievable. But it's, it's neat to see him here. It's neat to show uh, his reaction to what the Jazz are doing. It says a lot. Yeah, it's cool. It's very cool. It, it is. It's, it's, and to have him able to give some coaching from the sideline as an cool owner. or what? Watch the NBA come out with some dumb rule. Uh, I hope not. The the owners can't uh, fraternize or whatever. Oh boy! Mark Cuban will fight that tooth oh, and nail. Oh, are you kidding me? There'll be a lot of, of what was it? A, an amendment the next day. I'm not so much worried about Mark Cuban as I am about Drake. <laughs> Is he? I thought he was forced to sell his portions of the Raptors. Was he not? I have no idea. Yeah, I'd have to check into that as well. But that's pretty funny. Eight five five three four zero zone. If this is Bruce Pitcher, I've missed you, pal. If it's not, welcome to the show, Bruce. <laughs> elsewhere, uh, other name. Hi, Bruce. Hi, uh, this is Bruce Bohm, not oh, Pitcher. Well, I've missed you too, Bruce. Oh, well, that's all right. Thank you. Hey, man, <laughs> Thanks I was for coming. So on. excited. So excited in this game. I was cheering from home, and I, I've been married 49 years to my Judy, and I was wondering if I was going to make my golden anniversary with all this <laughs> cheering and yelling. <laughs> Oh man! Congratulations, forty-nine game. years. That's, that's, that's well a long done. time. Well done. Yeah, very well. And done. really, oh, I'm geez. saying congratulations to your wife for putting up with you. Oh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> that's how know? it works, right? Yeah. <laughs> nice. You you bet. Yeah. Hey, I had a couple comments. Uh, uh, I thought Faber's aggressive board work was just fabulous. Uh, well said. Yeah. You know, sometimes we have such a slump when Gobert's out, and you know he's so dang steady. But uh, it was great to see Faber's playing really, really good ball. And uh, on a, a little bit of a downside, uh, uh, any ideas what's going on with uh, Joe Ingles' shooting slump? Um, it's weird. God, he's always been such a great uh, fan. I've been a, such a great fan of him, and, and it's just hard to see him not hitting the three-pointers like he used to. Yeah, he had uh, 32 minutes tonight and only eight points on, uh, let's see, one of eight for three and three of 12 from the field. He did have seven of the team's 18 assists. Yes, he did. But, oh, yeah, that's great. But you you, do, you make a good point. That the Here's the thing. I thought Joe Ingles shot enough tonight for a bench player. I didn't think he shot enough for a starting point guard on the number one shooting volume team in the NBA. Does that make sense? Yeah, and he usually shoots yeah. much better when he starts. And it lined up, in my opinion, uh, where he 
he was kind of lost between uh, decisions. He would take shots where I thought he shouldn't, and he would not take shots where I thought he should. He'd make a weird pass, and then he'd have a wide-open pass he'd miss. Uh, it was it was just a weird night for Joe Ingles, and it's been it's been a weird off six playoff games for Joe Ingles thus far. I would suspect if Mike Conley does not play in game two that you'll see a more comfortable, relaxed Joe Ingles Thursday night. I, I we all we all talk about this, and I know that Joe Ingles is already thinking about all of it for sure. But it's you, the point oh, you remains, bet. Bruce. It's he's off. He's off, and he'll get there. Yeah, and it's not like he's not trying. I'm sure he's doing his very best. And but uh, uh, I'm such a fan of him. I just I love seeing his threes go in. You know? And fun. that little left uh, uh, off the board that he does uh, fools everybody. Yeah, that little pass <laughs> fake in the yeah. lane. Yeah, it's so yeah. simple, but it works every game. He has one every single yeah. game. Yep. You know, I love it. <laughs> there, there's definitely something going on because there was several times that Joe had a wide open shot and he passed out of it. We, yeah. were, we were commenting on it in the lounge, and I don't know if he's gotten in his own head. I, I know nothing about this. I'm just trying to think. Or if the teams are just scouting him so well that you know they're playing great defense on him. And, and you know, that's true. And also it's important to remember the Clippers, their average height I think is 6'8". They're right. a long team. So even if, uh, like what we're watching yeah. on TV – might look open to us. To him, he might see a six eight guy a foot right. in the air and go, "Well, there's not a shot there." I don't know, right? But it, <laughs> it, 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 it is true that he's not himself right now, and I think he'll get there. He's going to get there. I think, that, and I'm not. Well, okay, I'm going to make the prediction. He's going to have a breakout game this series, hopefully. So, Bruce, thanks for the call, and uh, give your just best just uh, to your down. better half. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just how awesome. Gobert is. I just agree with all the people that have said that. He's just awesome. And thanks so much. I appreciate it. Thank, Thank you, you, Bruce. Appreciate it. 855-340-ZONE. Let's get out to Jordan back on uh, on Jazz Playoff Overtime. Hi, Jordan. Hey, what's up? Hey, this is a different Jordan. Different one. Nope. Nope. This is Jordan again. <laughs> yes. He disguised his voice. <laughs> Danielle is going to kill you. <laughs> she... She's asleep, so that's a good thing. Or All right. Or... <laughs> All right, sorry. She's just ignoring you at this point. Yeah. What's up, well, Jordan? Well, I heard my name brought up and someone's coming <laughs> to get my, I guess, title or something. I didn't know that was well, the case. But he, uh... he had plans to, and then he dropped a poo-poo word, and he may not be back yeah, on. Yeah, we'll he, he, got, he, got, he got kicked <laughs> off at least tonight. Nice. Well, uh, I just have some two quick fun questions um, for you guys, if that's okay. Sure, shoot away. So you guys, of course, heard the overrated chant, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was uh, pretty fun. Yeah. Did you hear the chant that was going before that? I couldn't make it out. Uh, Was it safe for air? Uh, I would say so. Okay. Um, the reason why I bring this up is because my brother was there. like, oh, I thought everyone was saying playoff P, oh, playoff no. P. Yeah. And, of course, everyone was saying push off P. Okay. Push off P, yeah. yeah. But, of course, we're not getting it good, so we all decided to change it to overrated. So that was that was more <laughs> fitting. Yeah, and then I he missed say, a free right? throw. So <laughs> we worked. <laughs> 
It worked. I'm it only worried. I'm only worried what happens when we go back to L.A. if they're going to start chanting something towards yeah, our guys. Whatever. <laughs> but that's the I game, right? Say, there's so few of them there that if our guys get uh, messed up by that, then they're not as strong minded as I think yeah. they are. And, and the truth is, we don't really believe that that affected that free throw, do we? I, I, I well, my wife did. She yeah, was maybe. Oh, well, maybe, maybe. You never know, I guess. Uh, what was the second my, fun uh, question? Yeah, well, it's more fun for me and uh, interesting to hear what your response is. But um, how many times do I have to call in in order to get <laughs> you guys, as well as other people on the zone, to sign either a hat or jazz shirt and send it to me? Uh, for me, none. I'll sign anything. I'll sign your tax returns. Uh, He'll sign your forehead. <laughs> uh, but uh, for Johnny, Johnny's uh, a world class rock star. You gotta, you gotta like pay for his time. <laughs> I used to be. A, I used to be somebody. <laughs> uh, Jordan, next time we see you out and about, uh, Gordon Monson will sign whatever you want signed. The rest of us will uh, get your autograph. If you have a Porsche, he will love to sign it. Yeah, yeah. But, but, I'm but not next, rich enough to own a Porsche. N- not really. It's pronounced Porsche. <laughs> no, it's pronounced it's Porsche. Porsche. Uh, uh, but next time you're around, let's take let's snap a selfie or something. All right. Absolutely. That'd be great. Thanks, well, Jordan. Have a great time, and you guys are the best. Seriously. Thanks. We'll Thanks, talk man. to you, uh, I assume, after game two as well. All right, 855-340-ZONE. Chris, if you're still there, you deserve a medal. Thanks for holding on. You're up on Jazz Playoff Overtime. Hey, guys. Uh, thanks for having me on. Can thank you hear you. me? Yeah, thanks yes. for waiting. We appreciate yes. it. Oh, hey, no worries. I First off, I just want to say it was one of the best games I've ever seen. My stepson watched his first basketball game with me and it was absolutely unbelievable uh but debbie downer right here uh he he was riding his bike back to his dad's house and somebody in harriman ran him over with with their car and he got life flighted to the hospital and i just wanted to appeal to jazz fans to anybody that saw a license plate or anything um, oh my god! All over KSL, um, but what, where, he, where do you have cross street reference for us, Chris, or anything like that? In case people were driving around there, it's yeah, it's East Harriman. Um, it's all over KSL. Um, okay, but it's it's on off of Emmeline Drive in Harriman, and he <sighs> was he was riding his bike, stopped at a stop sign, and somebody just ran him over from behind. Oh my gosh! Um, he they. It broke both femurs. The, the CT scan came back um, good. His he's, his brain's okay. You know he's, he's oh, doing thank okay. God. Yeah. So yeah. so we're but gonna have I, a survivor just, story. That that's the most yeah, important. Yeah yeah. Okay. I'm just I'm I'm sitting here because I I can't be there. I have a daughter here that I have to stay with. My wife and and uh, his dad is, is at the hospital with him right now, and I I'm just. I'm beside myself right now, and I just I just wanted to appeal to Jazz fans because you know we we sat and watched this game together, and then he's like, no, I'm gonna ride my bike home and go tell my dad about the Jazz game, and um, yeah, he he was on his way home and got got ran over from behind on a hit and run. What's his first name, and, Chris? Uh, Tiankum, T-E-A-N-C-U-M. Tiankum, okay. Uh, thank you so much for bringing that to our attention, and I'm sorry you and your yeah, family no. and Tiankum especially are going through that right now. Uh, we no. will, we will, of course, pass that 
plea on to yeah. jazz fans and Clippers fans and anybody listening, whatever energy or God or, or deity you believe in, send out a request, a plea, uh, beg that being for uh, Tiankum's uh, safe recovery, full recovery, and, of course, uh, for the culprits to be brought to justice out there in Harriman. Check out the yeah. info on KSL. Thank you, Chris. All right, uh, we'll take our first break. We'll come back on the other side. We'll give you our yeah buts. Mm-hmm. And then later on, we'll uh, reveal what well, we will go through the exercise of drafting oh, yeah. our fantasy teams. Number the, one. The comeback trail begins for for Alex Lundberg. <laughs> uh, no hope for me. Oh, what are you talking about? We'll see. All right, we'll be back on Jazz Playoff Overtime. here all night <laughs> party karamu fiesta forever karamu isn't that what it is i don't know i think, those I think you just made that up no i did not i, actually, I don't know I actually googled it because i didn't know exactly what it was i usually just here it is karamu, oh, you're right karamu. forever what is karamu uh let's see better maybe i should have looked that up first uh karamu Karamu Ya Imani is a feast that takes place on December 31st, the sixth day of the Kwanzaa period. Okay. There you go. All well, right. Lionel Richie, the official uh, He's great. band of the night. Lionel is great. Uh, I smell a Johnny Lightfoot remix cover coming we our could, way. We could do that. <laughs> oh, no, no. We could do that. That would actually be really. Version? Yeah, that would be, be really fun. Uh, but you got to get a ska trumpet in there for Lundy. Well, yeah. he can come over and do it. <laughs> Ska forever. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm in. I think it'd be great. Section. Hit me up. Metal ska. It would be jazz. Ska-core. It'd be jazz. Ska core. Jazz playoff. Too much time. I like it. it. We'd have to be called. Ska core would be a lot of fun. <laughs> All right. Eight five five three four zero. If you have thoughts on game one, but this is our yeah but segment. The Jazz got the win. One twelve. One oh nine. Good things. Uh, pretty pretty cool. Exciting. Uh, you get the game one win. A lot of people, myself included, felt like this was about as close to a must-win game one as you can get in a playoff series. And isn't that crazy? A must-win game one? Yeah, as the home team even. Yeah. That's, but it felt that way going into it. sure did, yeah. Uh, so the Jazz do escape with a 112-109 win. Johnny, your yeah butt of the night. My yeah, but was uh, it's really lucky that Morris did not jump into Gobert on that last mm. play because that would have been a three-point free throw. Interesting. I wasn't. I didn't think we'd go there. Okay. So the fact that Morris did not draw the foul. He did not draw the foul. He could have easily. Gobert was up in the air, and all he had to do was jump up instead. He he shimmied to the right. Well, apparently, uh, Lundy, you were saying Paul George wasn't happy with the whistles tonight. Yeah, he uh, he. He had a little bit to say in his post-game comments, said that, you know, it's playoff basketball and the physicality has to be called at both ends, mm. um, which is 
in general a statement that I agree with. Mm. I don't know that I agree with it in this context because I don't feel like it wasn't called evenly. Yeah, I wonder if anyone's ever said, you know, really the physicality shouldn't be called at both ends, just one end. I don't know. I sm- <laughs> I smell a fine coming. Do you? I don't. Because he, he left it pretty. Maybe it's wishful thinking. He left it pretty. Uh, but it could be. He maybe he because he could turn around and say, "No, I thought we were getting the 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 the. Uh, I thought they were calling fouls uh, for us. Mm. I thought we were getting the fair end of the whistle. Uh, you you find him. You can't tell me what I meant. Find him. Find him. Even though we know. Find him. Uh, but so Marcus <laughs> Morris. Not yeah. drawing a foul. Is not your, drawing, yeah, yeah I, and not that it would have. Well, I guess it could have changed the outcome of this game. Lundy, your yeah, but of the night. The yeah, but for me is, it's it's great that they came out fired up in the second half and that Donovan took over, but you can't rely on that every single night. I mean, they no. they won by three tonight. That's a close game, and the momentum was in their favor. But when you go to L.A. It's not gonna. It's you're not going to have that same environment that's going to help facilitate that. That's not to say that they can't win in similar manner, but you're not gonna win four of seven when it, it when you're relying on gut checks. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. Good point. And, and I'll piggyback on that. Uh, we talked ad nauseum about the game one against Memphis where they missed thirty five threes tonight. They missed thirty three threes. They made right. 17 of 50. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that saved them from that end of the floor was that they took eight more attempts from three than the Clippers uh, and, and made one more. That And that, uh, as, you, as you noted, they won by three. So right. <laughs> the my yeah but is great. They got the win, but you cannot miss 30 plus threes consistently and expect to win a series you sound like me well that's this segment is your segment i know but you know it's the other and i, I kind of want to before you this. were part of the show we didn't have this segment, i know so sorry relish in the <laughs> negativity of the yeah but and the other thing i wanted to mention here is a lot of the starters played a lot of minutes uh royce o'neill's at 36 uh boyan top topped out at 38 minutes yeah, he'll need a rest. Day. Ingles, 32. Donovan, 37. That's still a lot of minutes to win by three. You know, but it is the playoffs. Sure, it is the playoffs. And that's what, as a starter, you are expected to be doing in the playoffs. Clarkson at 28 and uh, Favors rounding it out at 15. So uh, there's there's a couple yeah buts. Jazz get the win, 112-109. They lead the series 1-0. But it was not a perfect start to the series, and they've got some stuff to work on and clean up. Absolutely, they need to they need to stop this low that's starting to happen. We've seen it a few times in in the last two series where they're missing a bunch of shots. Good news is they do seemingly more often than not respond with the gut checks. They do, but but Al- you Alex you is can't right. Count on it. You yeah. can't you can't count on Donovan doing forty five every game. I want to see that two in the second half or whatever. Yeah. I want to see that, but you can't count on it. And I trust me, I hope it happens that he does that. But. Yeah, if a, if a gut check is your game plan, then your game plan is flawed. <laughs> you bet. <laughs> Which I think Quinn Snyder would agree with. I don't think he went in there and went, we got the gut check. I'm glad we put that in the in the binder tonight. Yeah. All right, uh, we'll come back on the other side. We'll wrap up our coverage of game one, get you ready for game two, and we'll draft our fantasy rosters 
Six guys for each of us. We'll tell you what. Uh, who's going to win next, right? <laughs> Just play up all the time. <laughs> Trolls. Ruined this song. Yeah. Flat out ruined this song. It's great stuff, though. It's an amazing song, but that movie ruined it for me. Is this Lionel Rich or is this Commodores? This is Lionel Rich. This right? is yeah. Lionel. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Once, twice, three times a lady's Commodores. Very similar. I mean, it's him singing, so I don't know. He's just great. He is. I didn't uh, like him on American Idol, but he's. Well, he's the only reason I ever watched any of that American Idol. Yeah, blah. I don't care about Katy Perry's thoughts, and no. certainly not whatever country star they rolled out there. That changed all the time. I don't even know who was it, it was. Luke? I think it was Luke. Was it Luke? I, I don't. I never watched it. I Luke, don't know. Luke sounds like a country star's name. It's I'll Luke. go with Luke. Skywalker. Yeah. No, not that. <laughs> all right, it's time. Johnny won round one. Convincingly. Yeah, 497 <laughs> to 377 for Team Horton and 291 for Team Lundy. Now, yeah. Lundy picked third Yep. last, first round. So yep. Lundy picks first. I go second again, and then you'll take uh, the final pick of each round, Johnny, until the final round. And I get two. We each take six players from the combined rosters of the Utah Jazz and the L.A. Clippers. Each game we add up each player's points, rebounds, and assists. We subtract their fouls and turnovers, and they get a game score that adds up to the Horton Fantasy points. So I like it. Well, that makes one person that likes it. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, uh, yeah. Lundy, you pick first. I wonder who he's going to go with with the number one overall Lundy pick. Lundy goes with Mie Oni, okay? I'll, you know, just... I'm going Kawhi Leonard. Wow. Wow, that's surprising. That's surprising. Oh, it is? I thought you were being sarcastic. No, no, I, I, I didn't think that. Who'd you think he'd go with? I'm not telling. He probably, You probably thought he was going to go with who I'm going to go with, Donovan Mitchell. I, I did. Yeah. All right, Johnny, who's third? Uh, Paul George. Wow, that's surprising. All right, Alex, pick four. I'm going to go with Rudy Gobert. Wow. Ooh. Even with the foul trouble tonight. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. Uh, I'm going to stick to my big board here. Uh, no, I'm not, because I don't believe that he'll play in game two. So I'm going to skip this one. Ah. And I'm going to select one uh, Boyan Bogdanovich. Ah, that's where I was going. He stole my pick. So who goes sixth then, Johnny? Uh, Zubak. Okay. You are surprising me left and right, sir. All right, uh, Alex. Seventh pick overall. Do 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 do. I am going to go <laughs> with. Uh, I'm going to go with Jordan Clarkson. Nice. Ah, you turkey. Good, good choice. All right. Well, that 
ruins my plans. Uh, give me Gobert's off, George's off, Clarkson's off, Bogey's off. All right, uh, this is where I'm going to take a flyer. Give me Mike Conley. Oh! Not gonna let going to let him get to pick 10 again this series. I just I figured, you know, he's not going to be out the whole series and he's going to come back and be on fire. So, <laughs> dang it. <laughs> so, the ninth pick overall then, Johnny. We're halfway through. Okay, with the ninth pick overall, I am going to select the Jazz Bear. No, he's not, he's on the ill down. Oh, yeah. okay. Sorry, I had to still. Got to be on joke. the active roster. I stole Lundy's joke. <laughs> I will take. I will take former Jazz man Yogi Ferrell, <laughs> John Stockton, uh, Royce O'Neal. O'Neal. Okay. I'm expecting a bigger game out of him. All right, uh, Alex, pick ten. Luke Kennard. All right, not a bad idea. Was that the was the that the judge pick. on American Idol? <laughs> that was yeah, that was the country artist, right? Yes. Yeah, uh, like right? uh, with the eleventh pick, give me Marcus Morris. Johnny, mm. pick twelve. You keep stealing my picks, Austin. Sure. Uh, I am going to go with. Uh, did we already pick Kennard? Yeah, he just Kennard? picked him he number picked 10. Kennard, right? He was the yeah. country artist. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Luke right, Kennard. Right, right. And it's Kennard. Whatever. <laughs> Boy, we're down to the pickings here. There is a glaring. Okay, I'm going to take Ingles. Uh-huh, there it is. Yeah. All right, pick 13, Alex. Read through the uh, what, what gets me points again. Uh, so points, rebounds, and assists are good. Fouls and turnovers are bad. Give me Derek Favors. Ooh, look at you stealing my pick there. All right, uh, with the 14th overall pick, then I'm out of people on my big board, so I got to go to the rosters. And I'm going to select from either the Jazz or the Clippers. Give me Reggie Jackson with the 14th pick. With a 15, as much as I do not like him, and I don't think anybody does, Rondo. Rishon! Rondo. All right, now you go again here, Johnny. Oh. With pick 16. Oh, I wasn't expecting that. With uh, pick 16, we better pull someone off the Jazz. Uh, let's go with Niang. Niang. Oh, that's a good 16th pick. That's sneaky. Uh, okay, I will then take with the 17th and second to last pick overall. Uh, give me, we've already taken all them, taken them. Uh, let's see. Points, 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 points. Oh, I don't want to take the Marcus Cousins. I'm going to give me the last remaining starter still on the board, Nick Batum. That's who I was going to take. And with the 18th Mr. Irrelevant pick, Alex Lundberg, you take? I am going to take... Give me Zubak. That's he's already been taken. Oh, he has yep. sneaky pick at yep. sixth overall Forgot. by Johnny. It's late. I don't <laughs> have a long term memory. Um, give me Patrick Beverly. Aha! Uh, nice. He finally goes off the board there. Nice grab. All right, so Team Lundy, Kawhi, Gobert, Clarkson, Kennard, Kennard, Favors, and Beverly. Team Lightfoot, Paul George, Ivak uh, Zubats, Royce O'Neal, Joy Ingles. Joe Ingles, Rajon Rondo, George Niang, Team Horton, Donovan Mitchell, Boyan Bogdanovich, Mike Conley, 
Marcus oh. Morris, Reggie Jackson, and Nick Batum. If he if Conley comes back and starts having those big games and Donovan has those big games, you're going to beat my score from last round. But if Conley doesn't come back, I'm going to have a bunch of zeros. Maybe. Right there in the heart of my order. Look, he's coming back this series. It's just a matter of which game. I risk, I reward. Yep, for sure. All right, uh, good show for game one. Good showing by the Jazz fans. 13 calls, 12 that made it to air, one that probably shouldn't have. <laughs> we'll see if he uh, is given forgiveness uh, later. We'll cut that out of the podcast, right? Yeah, great. And and don't forget, Jazz winners tonight, 112-109 in uh, round two, game one over the Clippers. And rock on. That's <laughs> fun. For Blair, Austin, Robin, Jordan, Jake, Devin, Aaron, Jeff Miller, Ed, Bruce, Jordan, Chris, and Anthony, as well as Johnny Lightfoot and Alex Lundberg, I'm Austin Horton. We'll be back. We'll be back after game two Thursday night into Friday morning. But coming up in less than four hours, DJ and PK, then Hanson Scotty, then the big show, and we'll go from there here on the Zone Sports Network. Have a good night and be safe. See ya.